Guru Nation, welcome to episode 489 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, I look at some disruptive companies. As some of them are legacy companies in the space, like the CROs, but a lot of them are new disruptive companies. All of these companies on this list that you're going to hear me talk about are poised for massive growth over the next decade. In my opinion, this is not financial advice. In my opinion, so you're going to hear me talk about things like Viva, Cineos, Ikevia, CRISPR, all kinds of things in here. So hopefully you find some value. This is not intended to be financial advice. You can lose money doing this. This is intended to educate you on my thought process and to get you curious about investing and looking into these things yourself. Speaking of looking into these kind of things and learning about investing and improving your career and yourself, check out my Patreon channel, patreon.com slash It's only five bucks a month. You get a monthly mastermind with all the other Patreon members attending. You also get weekly videos of uh, strategies how to invest, what to look for, how to improve your social media presence, what to look at when you're doing real estate. We get into all kinds of stuff, stocks, cryptocurrency, LinkedIn, how to use social media, how to do a podcast, everything. Five bucks a month and a monthly mastermind. Check it out, patreon.com slash Also in the show notes, we have links to the CRE Academy. We're now enrolling for our April class. CRC Academy, same thing. If you need help getting more studies for your site, just text me, 949-415-656. We have affordable solutions. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Your attention matters. I do not take that lightly. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Guru Nation, welcome back to another special episode i got my investor hat on i've got my kathy wood etf i wish i wish maybe maybe one day guys if i'm ambitious enough i'll have a clinical research etf uh, and i can just help you guys pick portfolio of companies but you know why wait till then let's do it now so what i wanted to do was share because you guys may know if the loyal ones that have been following the loyal subscribers which only one out of four of you watching are subscribed, so make sure you subscribe, like, hit the bell button, and comment. If you're not, it really helps me out, helps the algorithm a lot. I've been talking a lot about uh, the next decade being the decade of clinical research and maybe even going further. I mean, look at the innovations that came out just on a macro level. We have everybody's talking about this COVID vaccine. What very few people are talking about is the new paradigm shift, the RNA technology. It's a synthetic vaccine. This is like a paradigm shift in how we do vaccines. Next, we have genomic sequencing, right? And then on top of all that, we have consolidation and we have AI and we have tech and everything kind of converging on our industry. Our industry is going to explode this decade. So why don't we put our money where our mouth is? And this is not financial advice, right? I... I'm going to show you some companies that I think are promising. I don't own many of them, but I do own some, and I'll disclose which ones I do. But I do think the ones I've picked out today are ones that even I will consider, like all of them, owning them. Uh, Because 
I'm really bullish on the industry. And so I feel like these are the best companies uh, to represent the industry going forward for the at least the next decade. So with all that being said, let me get right into it. And again, not, 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 not financial advice. Don't follow me. Um, just a few days ago, on March 1st, 2021, metadata thought leaders discussed the future of clinical trials at SCOPE annual meeting. All right. So what they talked about was virtualization of clinical trials, virtual trials, AI, COVID-19 challenges and solutions, diversity, equity, and inclusion. I got to throw in Latinos in clinical research into the mix here, uh, as well as black women in clinical research, and then risk-based quality management. Okay. These are right now what is propelling the industry. These are the focus points, as you can tell, for the industry going forward. So that combined with my hero, Kathy Wood, ARK Invest ETF, and she doesn't have, she has a 57 companies in her portfolio as of today. And some of them, I think uh, one, two, three, four of them I'm going to cover. Uh, but I have others that she doesn't have. But I, I'm actually impressed with some of her picks. So to see her full list, just go here. This is Her list is more for the genomic revolution, and mine is more for clinical research in general, which a lot of it is going to be the genomic revolution. So let's get right into Viva Systems, stock symbol V-E-E-V. -E -E and here's the stock. All right, the stock is... Uh, it's a $38 billion market cap. It's trading at a PE ratio of 107, which for a tech company is not honestly not that high. They have earnings coming up soon. Their 52 week range was between 118 and 325. So this is not a bad place to get in. If you look at the last month, it actually went down from like 318, 320 to 254 where we are today. What do I like about Viva? What I like about Viva is the products that they have for sites. Okay, I didn't even realize they had an EDC system. And I didn't realize they have all these things, study startup, ETMF, CTMS to manage clinical trials for the sites, payments. So they have services for sites, which are free. If you look at, uh, and this is how Viva can Trojan horse their way in to having the sponsors pay them. Because they give away the site vault, like regulatory for free. You know, they have a Trojan horse. They have a good Trojan horse for the sites. Then they have these services that they pay to the sponsors. And the Sierra is basically, in a nutshell, what it's doing is it's making uh, the inefficiencies in clinical research more efficient through technology. Viva is going to, in my opinion, this is the best company that we're going to talk about. And they're all good companies, in my opinion. But this is going to be the one. If I only had to pick one, um, well, if I only had to pick one, I would pick Kathy Wood's ARKG because she actually has Viva and a few other of these on her in her portfolio. See over here, number fifteen, she has Viva. Um, I think it's between Viva and CRISPR as to the. Best comp, like if I can only choose one, one of those two. And by the way, you're going to notice a theme in this video. These are not, unlike my biotech videos, where we're depending on catalysts such as KMPH's KP415, 
that we were bullish on that we said would get approved and did get approved and we're still waiting on that pump so hopefully it's coming unlike playing the catalyst game this is like the analogy is like the gold miners uh in california uh and not being a miner but selling the shovels the pixes the jeans levi's levi's jeans company was founded during the california gold rush and they weren't mining for gold. They were selling tools to make it life easier for the miners. This is exactly what Viva does. And as you'll notice from this theme, this is what just about every company that I'm going to show you does as well. So the next one that does this probably does it better than anyone else and is best positioned from a CRO level is Ikevia. What I like about Ikevia, first of all, this is what I don't like about Ikevia. Uh, their PE ratio is pretty high compared to the other CROs when we're going to compare them or we're going to compare the next ones right now. But their market cap is the biggest. All right. So they're fairly expensive. And as you can see, they're 52 week high, 199. And we're almost at, the, at that level again. So you're not getting in at a great price here. But there's no denying Ikevia is going to be unless something changes in the industry in the next decade they'll continue to dominate why because they were the first ones to integrate technology they were the first ones to do the database uh, for investigative sites when they bought drugdev.org i interviewed the founder melissa easy a decade ago ikevia was doing all this stuff then streamlining making things easier for the sponsors Right. They were part of the whole Transcelerate, the same trend as what was happening with Transcelerate. What were they starting to invest? What were they the first CRO to start investing in virtual trials? And I always talk about consolidation in the industry is not good, which I continue to say, to say that's not, it's not a good thing for innovation. But Ikevia is leading the way for innovation. Uh, and then the other ones are innovating because they have to keep up with Ikevia. So Ikevia has got to be on this list. The next one that I think needs to be on this list because they're doing a lot of things, especially this word. Look, this is front and center on their website. Diversity. This is like going to be the theme for the next decade as well. How do we increase diversity, equity, and inclusion in clinical trials? Meaning how do we bring minorities into the mix? Sinios is I'd, I'd probably say that the most progressive, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, guys, the most progressive CRO. And if you look at their uh, market cap, so compare it to Ikevia, it's only $7.5 billion. Ikevia is 36 But look at their PE ratio, only 39 instead of 132 So you're, this is undervalued, in my opinion. All right, 52-week range, it's cl trading close to the high. They've got an earnings coming up April 28th, uh, sometime between April 28th and, Mar and May 3rd. All these companies are going to crush earnings because research has been, uh, the last quarter, research has been going crazy, okay, uh, with the vaccine and everything. So if we look at Cineos' website, you'll see, they're getting involved in a whole lot of stuff there. And, and Ikevia is doing a lot of this too. A lot of the CROs, they're all offering the same thing. And they're doing the technology, virtual trials, consulting for sponsors. They're doing all that stuff. The consulting is really high profits 
for these companies, right? When, when they consult with a small biotech on how to go about running their trials and designing their trials and all that. So I keep uh, CNEOs doing all the same things, right? You're just paying a lot less for it. And there's a lot more opportunity for CNEOs to gain more market share uh, and maybe not become number one because it's going to be hard to catch Ikevia in this decade, but maybe become number two because right now what's, what's number two is Icon, especially now Icon after the PRA merger, that's going to be number two. So they could catch up to them. So if you can go from like number four CRO to number two, you're going to see that reflected in the stock price as well. They've got virtual trials. What I like about Cineos, they've got AI. I did some investigating two years ago at DIA. I walked around the booths and there's all these AI startup companies doing virtual trials. And Cineos actually is a silent investor in a lot of these companies. Um, I mean, it's it's out there for anybody that was at the conference and you just do your own due diligence. You can see, just look up some of these small, just take my word for it, these small virtual trial AI solutions companies. Cineos is backing a lot of these. And so are all these CROs, but I know Cineos is doing this as well. Uh, so they've, they're into all this stuff too. The next one is PPD. So PPD, much like Cineos. All right, 12 billion. So I think... Cineos can realistically catch PPD in the next couple of years, but PPD knows that they're going for number two as well. So rather than gambling and picking which one you think is going to do, just buy a piece of all of them, including Ikevia. You can't go wrong. These companies are not going to go anywhere. If anything happens, they're just going to merge. Like PPD might merge with Cineos. I mean, this is just like theoretical, this is not, there's, there's nothing in the news saying this, but look at what happened with PRA and Icon, right? It's not like PRA went out of business. Icon paid a premium to buy PRA. The stockholders were rewarded very nicely for that. So it wouldn't hurt you to buy just a piece of every one of these CROs. So PPD, much the same. Their PE ratios more expensive though, 99. That's why I like the Cineos. I like Cineos right now. Just pay attention to those PE ratios, price to earnings ratio. Because the lower, the better. So that's PPD. You could do your due diligence and go see. PPD is doing basically all the same kind of things. Cell and gene therapy, this is big. Cineos was doing that too. Ikevi is doing that too. Virtual trials, diversity. I think I really think Cineos leading the way with diversity, but I know PPD is close close behind. So now let's get into the uh, the other companies that are selling services to sponsors. So far, every company we mentioned sells services to sponsors, and that's going to continue. None of these guys or gals on the, on this list are, are, are pending any catalysts or anything like that. Here's an interesting one, Teladoc, and this one is one that is in ArcG, Kathy Wood's profile. So it's basically a virtual visit with doctor, right? Access to doctors on your schedule, 24-7 access. This is going to play a role in clinical research, and Teladoc is leading the way. So it's just it's easy to see how sponsors are going to reach out to them and say, hey, you know, we have a study. Can you support our trial? They're probably going to do that. Even if they don't, like even if they don't get clinical trial uh, exposure, Right. This is still a great company, like growth, only growth in front of it. So we we'll just look at the stock quickly for Teladoc. Uh, you'll see it's $189. 
there's no PE ratio because they don't make money yet. Um, so uh, that's the thing with these tech companies, especially the new ones. They're, it's hard to analyze them. So then, then you're really betting on the technology. Is it a disruptive technology and all that kind of stuff? I wanted to tell you a little bit from ARC Big Ideas 2021. Uh, the next two things are very important. Long read sequencing which is going to replace short read sequencing. So it gives you a more complete picture of the human genome. You've got that, and you've got multi-cancer screening. All right, so multi-cancer screening. I've done a video on ArcG, actually. But basically, uh, liquid biopsies could prevent more cancer deaths than any medical intervention in history. A multi-cancer screening protocol could avert 66,000 cancer deaths per year. So that I say all that to get into the next couple of companies, the next four, really, that's going to end this. Uh, and by the way, I'm going to do a video on each one of these companies one by one. So make sure that you subscribe, you like, so that the algorithm shows you this and that you comment which one you want me to do first. Because I'm each one of these companies I'm going through really quickly deserve their own video, at least 10 minutes. And I plan on doing that too. Uh, PacBio, this one I'm actually very excited about myself. I don't own this. Uh, full disclosure, I own Viva. I own, uh, so far from what we've looked at, I own Viva, but I'm very strongly considering owning some Cineo stock. Uh, but the other ones, like, I, I would seriously consider owning a piece of all of these. And maybe in my M1 finance app, I'll do that because you can create your own pie and just make your own ETF. I have no problem with any of these companies on here. PacBio, this is one that I'm very excited about. I think this has a lot of growth potential. So it's trading at a PE ratio of 172. What does PacBio do? PacBio basically does what Kathy Wood said is going to be disruptive, long read sequencing. They're like the main players in uh, long read sequencing. The SQL 2 system has been recognized for its ability to generate longer reads with greater accuracy. This is what they are selling. This is their research. Uh, human biomedical research, plant and animal sciences, and microbiology and infectious diseases. There's They got clinical research covered. All right, this going forward, this is going to be one of the main vendors you're going to hear about. This is like the new lab services. It's funny, Last decade and the decade before, all the labs merged with CROs, right? This is next. This is next, I think. Because what does every study need? Every study is going to need genetic screening. Watch. Watch. You'll see. Uh, another one, probably the number one company that I would buy on this whole list, and I do own this one. Okay, I own CRISPR. Full disclosure, I, I am a CRISPR shareholder in multiple accounts. All right. I If I only had to pick one, it would be between this and Viva, and I'd probably go with CRISPR. It's just more game-changing, more paradigm-shifting. I'm reading a book on this right now about the lady who founded, who discovered, and won a Nobel Prize for the CRISPR technology. Well, this is the CRISPR Therapeutics. It's not her company. I'm still reading the book. So when I'm, I'm going to do an entire video on CRISPR, I'll know the story. I'll know much more of the story, more than you want to know. Uh, but for right now, just know they can find parts of the genome that are mutated that cause a disease. For example, sickle cell. They're furthest along in sickle cell. 
they have the Cas9 protein, which is an RNA that can go in, cut out the part that's wrong, edit it, put the new part back in. Genetic disease is done. Sickle cell is just very expensive. And they're working on a bunch of other things coming up. Here's the therapeutic approach. Uh, they aim to target the source of genetically defined diseases and engineer the next gen of cellular therapies. They are in clinical trials, but they've partnered so far with Vertex Pharmaceuticals, who's also on Kathy Woods's uh, ARCG Holdings. So they they are the one on this list. They're the ones closest to being like one of the biotechs where they're depending on catalysts, but they also have tools that they can sell or that they can partner with like companies like a Vertex. So I think once they have proof that it actually can work in a clinical trial setting, I think a lot of co other companies are going to be wanting to partner with them. Another one that's very similar. Oh, let's look at the CRISPR stock really quick. I've been getting hammered on this stock. I've owned it. I bought it around here, guys, at the top. I, I probably paid $199 for it. It's $114 now. So am I worried? No, I bought more. I've been buying more because long term, I'm in this for the long term. All right. Another one that's very similar to CRISPR is Editas. It's just a smaller market cap. It's $2.8 billion. CRISPR is $8.6 billion. Uh, they're a little further behind. They're a little bit newer, uh, but they pretty much do the same thing as CRISPR does. And so basically everything you heard about CRISPR, what if we could repair broken genes? Our mission and commitment is to harness the power and potential of CRISPR gene editing. So don't get CRISPR technology confused with CRISPR therapeutics. Right? It's just they were first, so they took the name. Uh, and it's actually the lady who partnered with Jennifer Ann Dodna. And I'm going to do an entire, because I'm reading a book on her, uh, written by Walter I Isaacson right now. So uh, trust me, the uh, a proper CRISPR video is coming up. Okay, but this is just to get your beaks wet. But the last one that's on this list is Catalent. Catalent is in charge of, if you guys know, the vaccine delivery. Okay, J&J, &J, AstraZeneca. This is who delivers the vaccines, right? Very specialized drug transportation, vaccine biologics transportation. Catalan's the number one partner in helping pharma biotech deliver and supply superior products that improve people's lives. They are also getting into biologics. They're getting involved with genetics. They acquired Delphi Genetics, and this is all about... G, uh, genetic screenings and, and, and these kind of things, genotypes. Uh, for those of you that work in clinical research, you know there's a, usually a genetic component to an informed consent. So Catalan's actually fairly cheap, $57.92. They have an earnings May 3rd. I bet you they're going to crush earnings. If you look at Yahoo, uh, they say it's overvalued. 52-week range from 31 to 127, so it's a little bit at the high end. The PE's relatively low. It's not really a tech company, but they did acquire a genetics company. So they're getting into this stuff as well. So this is just some, guys. If you want to see the full list, I mean, I, I didn't go by Kathy Wood's list, like all her 57 companies. I a, a lot of those stuff I picked were not on her list, like the CROs, especially 
when you look at one like Cineos. I was actually surprised that she had Viva on there because I thought Viva was like a hidden gem that no one knew about, but apparently they're already big $38 billion market cap. So again, not financial advice. I'm going to go through a lot of these one by one on their own videos, but just wanted to give you guys something to look into and maybe think about investing if you're bullish on this industry clinical research like I am. Take care.